Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, this is Stephanie Stephanie Megan. Megan. You're listening listening to Broke Girl Therapy. therapy. (laughs) Therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Rose is taking selfies. Lighting is everything. I know. It really is. <sighs> Just gonna wait here. My there's no photos on um there's no photos on my dating apps with me in red hair. <gasps> See, you gotta do it or else you'll be catfishing if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. You're going to get arrested. You're, You're going to go to jail. You're, You're going to go to catfish jail. No, it's because, again, I, I think we I was thinking about, about that older guy. that Remember you were telling me about that guy? Compton that Cowboy? Compton Cowboy. Who was 10 years yeah. age difference from what was on his profile yes. to what I saw in real life. Not yes. that, like, I mean, whatever. It's fine. But I have to say his 10 years were. Very 10 years. Very dramatic 10 years. I was wow. like, oh, wow, you used to drink water. No, he did. <laughs> It was very. It was. Uh, if that was me, I would have left. Actually, I, I don't mean, know. I'm too. I'm too nice. Let's be I real. Am also, I, I'd be I, all talk. You know what's so crazy is that someone literally was like, had recognized me actually from the podcast on like one of. <gasps> I know I got recognized on the podcast and the dating apps, and he was like, "Whoa, you're like, not as like heartless I thought you were gonna be." And I was like, Wait, no. a guy." Yeah, a guy. A guy recognized me from the podcast. A guy listens to this podcast. Yeah. Oh my god! We didn't like end up like nothing came of it. What we was just, his like, name? Oh, fuck. So the B, I think his name was Brandon actually. Brandon. Shout out Brandon. But he, yeah, but he was like, oh yeah, like you're not as like heartless, and he's like, I didn't mean that in like a bad way, and I was like, no, but I think that's like also really true, is because I'm like so crass and blunt and like very Samantha Jonesy right. that people forget like, oh no, like I'm really actually a good person, like you know, yeah, Compton Cowboy was a total you're loyal. catfish. You're loyal. I'm lo- I'm loyal to a fault. Loyal to he a was fault. such a catfish that I was like, oh, but you're, I'm, let me see, like right. I'm gonna at least have a conversation. You don't want to make him feel like shit. Obviously, he's insecure about something. No, but that's still deceiving. But I mean, yeah, I mean, yes. Once you're insecure like affects me then it's like okay bro like what's happening here and so I think that like really um I can't take myself seriously wearing these sunglasses actually I gotta take them off but like yes when the insecurity like kind of became an issue I was just like that it it was just also weird but I have to tell you that 10 years was like it was dramatic the difference I also was getting cat not catfished but there was this dude we'll call him the Aussie the Aussie was Aussie. sending me videos of his gorgeous body. I don't from, like that. I know. It was very weird. I kind of unsolicited. Nothing dick pics. Okay. Just like his abs and stuff and him lifting his shirt. I was like, damn, you got a good body. Okay. Then we FaceTimed. <gasps> I don't know where that body went. 
It was what? very old. I don't know if it was the same body. He sent videos. I was like, why do you, like, it was like weird because he was like, he's obviously, it was like, he's, you know, gained a little weight, which is like, I'm fine with, I don't give a fuck about weight. I like it more, more cushion for the pushing. Mm-hmm. But there was just something about him where I was like, these are very, but very they, old videos. Yeah. And like, that's just weird. Like, did the quality look like it was from like an iPhone 4? It looked like it was from an Android, but he was oh, wow. texting from an iPhone. <gasps> So then I was like, "That's not right." But his face was in the videos, right? Okay. So then when we Facetime, I was like, "This is old. This is a before and after, sir." Like it was very, it was what? very, yeah. Well, like I feel like that's embarrassing to do because of course you're gonna have those moments to be like, "This is a different person." Yeah, but it's also very, it's very weird, which is why on my dating profile, like I have me in different hairs. Like I have pink, I have blue, I have brunette, that's and different. blue. Different. I don't know. Yeah, but like I don't have the because we, as I think I told you on the last podcast, this red is quite the responsibility. It's, quite it's the been like doing a lot for men. They're right. just, but I think it's also like it's never been a negative thing. Men are just been like, whoa, like they get more excited. So mm-hmm. when they they red see the suits red. you. Thank you. But when they see the red, they get I like... I also like blue. We miss blue. I know. I... Whole row was, was blue rose. We got a blue wall. Yeah. Yeah. I just <gasps> blended in. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think this is now... I'm... This new ho rose. It's a new era. It's a new era of ho rose. Because now I think she's like... I don't know. She's like a harlot rose. A whore yeah. rose. She's a red rose. Yeah. She's a... Very different girl now. The way yeah. that I'm like hoeing it about is not the same way that I was like hoeing it like fucking four years ago. You were ago. very out. Like it was like I ruthless. was out in the streets. Uh, right now, I think I'm out in the cul-de-sac. I'm not out in the streets. I'm like coming home. You, you know what I mean? It's just like I'm in a. Right. I got a roundabout in my neighborhood, and I know exactly where I end up in the day and the night. But I'm enjoying it. Oh my yeah. god! Being single is fun. It's so much fun, and I'm so good at it. Yeah. I just like, yeah, there's just something. And I think I told you, like, without giving, like, too much information away, like, the last conversation I had with Anthony was just kind of this, like, interesting, like, yeah, I got I'm letting go now. I'm going to move on. That, I'm was gonna, the, like, that was the closure. That was the closure part two. Yeah. Felt like confessions part two. Very yeah. usher. You know but, what I mean? But then there's more to be said and the last. Things that need to be said in Confessions Part 2. We don't need a Confessions Part 3 and 4 and 5. You know, you have the original Confessions, and then it's like, okay, there's a little bit more. Watch this. Yeah. (laughs) Watch this. Yeah. Yeah, it's very... This is actually Usher in sign language now, I feel like. It should be if it's not. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's very much that kind of vibe, and I think that, like, it was a very interesting breakup in that you know the first like the first closure part one we had was like a literal like breakup sex and a handshake it was just like I really hope you can find yourself I hope you're happy it was just like this very beautiful tender thing and then the second one was kind of this like reality of men replace and women mourn and I just kind of had this like moment of like oh, this is, like, this is not just closure, but this is, like, release. Mm-hmm. This is, like, let me go. Like, mm-hmm. because I think before, when the breakup happened in January and then the second conversation happened in June, I was very much, like, we'll get back together. Like, this is just, like, a breakup. Like, it's a break. We're going to figure it out. I still hope. had hope. All the hope's, like, gone, which is not a bad thing. It just made me realize that I was, like, a light does bulb went off. Sad? Not really. In a weird way, it didn't make me sad. I think it made me sad because I know that I was an amazing girlfriend and he knows that I was a great he says it all the time he was like you were such a great girlfriend you're so amazing he just wasn't in the right headspace and him being very more formal about like oh I'm already dating other people and me being like well I'm not 
now I am because I was like, well, but, but the idea that like, it just, I realized, you know why it didn't make me sad? Because I realized he didn't, he stopped knowing me. That last like year and a half of our relationship is that he stopped. He just resorted back to the old you versus this new profound you. Yes. And like him being like, I can't like, I can't believe I'm letting this woman walk out of my life. Like old me wouldn't have done that. And he did. He let me walk out of his life. And I just can't be mad at someone who was too depressed or like too, you know, busy trying to work on himself. I can't be mad at him about that. Mm -hmm. You know, he's got to work on himself Mm -hmm. and I hope Mm -hmm. him the best. So it's like, that's like different. I'm not as sad as I was before, but it was this beautiful kind of like, and I don't think people realize this about me. Yes, I'm a Scorpio. I'll blame the stars. I'm a very emotional person. I can hold a grudge and everything. But if someone is like, no, we're good, it might take me a while to get to that point. But once I'm there, it's very hard for me to go back. Mm. So when he was like, you know, I'm dating other people, I was like, okay, I will too. And then it was just like, I'm good. Like, it just was able to, like, it it's got a rid light of switch. that hope. It got rid of the hope. And I think that's what I needed to get rid of. Because if I held on to the hope, I think it would have turned into sadness. And then it would turn into resentment. And then it would have turned into anger. Why aren't we together? Yeah, you I, know? Think, I think also just the thought of, oh, you moved on. You're with somebody else or you're dating. That is kind of like, for me, like when Morgan, when he cheated on me, like there was this bit of like, Okay, like, cause he, I mean, obviously we, you know, now that he lied, but like he was kind of just like making this like, oh, it was like a one-time thing, even though it was like his ex, but like very unclear about it, and you know, it, like even though we were broken up and still talking, whatever, it was like I still did have some hope, mm-hmm. and then when I finally found out that they were really back together, was when it was like. I got to move on. Yeah. And there was this, it sucked, but you're right. Like there is this piece of just kind of that closure that it's like, okay, this is done. Yeah. And like as an adult and as a person who knows their self-worth, you're like, I need to let this go. Yeah. I need to move on to something that is better for me that I feel chosen. Exactly. And I feel like one of the other things is I didn't want to miss. Sometimes I feel like we also mislabel the hope for is it desperation is it because everyone else tells me that to be optimistic you know there is toxic um there is yes exactly that's a terrible thing sometimes and so it was like I don't even think I think what it was is that I was I had forgiven up the hope of me being okay like I'm gonna be okay not that I hope we get back together and like that's where I was focusing my time and so when we had our last discussion it was kind of like oh no hope still exists I've just been putting it in the wrong place it belongs over here Mm-hmm. Hope is my personal thing. It's mm-hmm. not the thing that me and him are going to have anymore. Right, right. Which was really great. I also have to say that I was watching. <laughs> I'm about to fucking be a nerd. I was watching The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, my um, God. It's the last movie in the Dark Knight trilogy. And one of the cool things about in that movie is that he's like, hope is a terrible thing sometimes because it makes you think that it's, it's a long game. It's, it's a long game. Healing. It's healing. It also can be one of those things that like hope can ruin a man or like a human because of the idea that like, you know, he's trying to get out of that like hole that's like a prison. And like the hope that it might happen is like a terrible thing because you're just like, I will. And it just agonizes you mm. and it cripples you to a point where you're just like, so focused that you forget that, oh, there is another way to get out of this. So one is like, just to like kind of not look at hope as a negative thing. Like 
hope sometimes could be a great thing. Like when, like when do you think you realize that like, oh, this is past like hope. Like this is like toxic hope because there's there's hope where you you should have hope and like, you know, like for instance, like this is so stupid and I've been hanging out with my boyfriend way too much. But like my boyfriend was like, it was like during a Warriors game and he was like, they're fucking done. They're they lost. They're done. And I remember his like aunt was like, no, just have hope. Like, there's still time. You just have hope. And yeah. then they end up winning, and they won the whole championship. So, yeah. like, there's a time where hope is good, but there's a time when hope is just too far, and you're hanging on to something that's actually not there. So, okay. It's funny I just, that you, No, I love this idea. I love that you brought this up, because it reminds me about while I was watching The Dark Knight Rises, and it was having the conversation of hope, what I realized halfway through was I go, this is a very male perspective of hope. Because in this movie, it was like, he was like, hope is a terrible thing. But Batman gets out of the fucking hole. So obviously hope worked for him. It didn't work for you, Bane. Like, you know, it was just like one of those things that I feel like sometimes there's this like weird. And then, you know, look, I love me some Brian. That's my homie. But him being like, ah, giving up hope. It's like, and then of course the female in his life, his aunt, the woman energy being like, don't give it up. So I think it's like there is, I think what happens is that a lot of people put pressure on hope that if it's like, if you, it's, I think hope is a little more of an easier cushion than being optimistic. Mm. Um, I think that they're sisters, right? Like they're synonyms of each other, but they kind of represent two different things, right? Mm. Or like when someone's being completely positive, it's like it has to, and then you're like kind of like clinging on to it. It's yeah, like, oh, it's not breathing. Like where you're trying to control it. Yes. And like I you think you can't control it. And you can't control it, but you can rely on it. I think hope has a lot of air to it. I yeah, think you're it's, right. Like, I'm, like air is the perfect thing because hope is kind of like when you let go and let it happen. You and relinquish you all can't to the universe. Hope and cling on. You have no. to hope for the best. Like yeah. literally hope for like whatever happens happens. And again, you can only control yourself and your actions. You can't control other people's. Yeah. So clinging on and trying to control this person like Anthony to, to be, to be my man right, or my right, future or whatever is, is not good, but to have hope and like whatever happens is gonna, we're both going to be happy. We're going to be all fine. you're going to be ho- hope for and know and know that that's, that's, that's where you could have hope and understanding and the, you know, and it's not going to be, we're not going to be us. together. I know we're such adults, <laughs> but we're not going to be together and that's fine. But I do have hope for both of us to find what we need. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just the idea. Yeah, it's together or not together. Yeah. But I also think it's really unfair for me to expect something from him. Right. You, you know what I mean? He was like, I need to figure out my shit. And I was like, okay, cool. And then, you know, most, I feel like most feminine women identifying humans we get this sense that we're like oh we'll get back to everything will be great it's like he's just got to get time to himself he's got to figure out who he is and da, da, da. And his was like well i'm i'm dating other chicks and i'm like well i look stupid you know then right. okay bye like but also i'm not mad at him you for saw that. the reality versus the 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 hope that you thought you were holding on to exactly it was just this idea that i was like oh that's right i like i had Issues on why we broke up, but like the borderlining problem was not me, right? And that's not to say like, you know, we both had our shit to work out, but like 
That was my problem, was to think that he just needed time and he'll come back. Mm -hmm. That was my problem. That's where I fucked up. Mm -hmm. And then when he kind of, like, put me back in that reality check, I kind of was like, oh, that's unfair to him. Why am I putting so much pressure mm -hmm. on him and his healing process? It's going to take his a while. Life. And his life. Right. I mean, I think it's fucking weird that we dated for three and a half years and you're already dating girls fucking five months after we break up. But everyone grieves and heals differently and but handles their life and makes their decisions. You can't. And that's the thing is I feel like that's why men grieve by replacing women is because then it they feel like it truncates the time and then when they get with the woman that they are replacing, they realize that like, oh, you're everything I didn't want. I want this. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we get the text fucking two years down the road when we're finally on top of our shit and then our entire life gets like sidetracked. No, all my you get exes like, dealt with me. Hey girl, I was thinking about, you know, the future They replaced memes. and settled down. Yes. Sorry, I'm good you, luck, Chuck. That's I mean, me. Meet, I have to say that I feel like sometimes I'm very much a buffer. And, like, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. I know that some people get very frustrated We're all by a buffer it. to somebody. To somebody. And someone's always been a buffer to us. Broco Therapy is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what would you do? Would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I mentioned before that I went back to therapy and that was the best decision I've ever made because every time I leave a session, I do feel like I just got so much off my chest. I've been suffering with so much anxiety because I feel like sometimes I don't have time. I don't have time to get all this stuff done or I feel like I'm not worthy of doing a good job of the things that I have to do. And I know that stems from a lot of ADHD. So talking to my therapist, she really gives me the space to just vent and have those emotions and she validates that and gives me the tool sets to be able to continue my day and to give me that confidence to remind myself that like I got this. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BrokeGirl today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash BrokeGirl. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Y'all know Claritin is literally the most on-brand sponsorship that I could get. There's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like, you sound real stuffy. Are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. <laughs> so if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. 
don't make yourself suffer especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. No, I only get better and better. I don't think any man. No, I don't think any man's had to buff me. I've been perfect. No, I mean, like, you know, you've had people who just are there to pass the time. That's oh, yeah. That's Seasons buffer, and reasons. Right? I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're yeah, saying. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, in a weird way, my ex Barry, I feel like he definitely was like a buffer in the sense that I was like, I don't want that. Right. Like, right. none of that. Right. Um, well, I, it was a buffer. I loved him, but he was a buffer. Yeah. I just think in the same way that, like, I think in the way that I was thinking about it is that, like, I've definitely try to leave a positive experience with any man that I've ever like dated mm-hmm. fucking I know I'm leaving a positive experience but like <laughs> with dating it's like different because I want to make sure that like I don't want it's already hard enough and then like I don't want to make it any worse and mm-hmm. so and I think with Anthony it was just like there was this relinquish of just we did the best we could we did the best we fucking mm-hmm. could you it was like you're all it was the longest relationship that either of us had been three and a half years. It was beautiful. It was amazing. I absolutely love him. I have the utmost respect for him. Mm-hmm. I know he's going to be completely fine. Mm-hmm. He's a very brilliant guy. He'll figure out his shit. But it was this very nice moment I had with him where I was like, I can move on now. Mm-hmm. I don't need to. I don't have to help him heal anymore. I did the best I could. And he even said it. He was like, you've done so much for me. He's like, I've realized how much of like a lot of my own issues. And he was like, you really helped me through a lot. And you were, he, and he keeps saying it. Like even the last text he sent me, he was like, you were not the problem. You were a great girlfriend. You were an amazing person. Mm. And I was like, I really hope that one day you can say that about yourself. Like, it's mm. nice that you said it to me, sir. Mm. And it's like, it is, and it's true. I'll pat myself on the, yes, I was an amazing fucking girlfriend. I'm a great girlfriend. But I'm also like, I hope that he gets to that point where he realizes that he's the good boyfriend in the situation. Yeah, yeah. And I hope, that's what I hope for with yeah. him. And if it works, then great. And if it doesn't, that's fine. But it was just kind of nice to be like, I did it. I didn't think that I could ever get in another relationship after my crazy abusive ex. Yeah, and you were like, he was he was what you needed at that time. Oh, he was, and it was perfect. And it reminded me that I I love being single. Mm-hmm. Long distance is a thing that I can but actually you also, do. But, you, like, we, but the, who you were before him, you know, like you. I was you wilding were, out. Too. Like I remember, well, yeah, one thing was like wilding out, but you also like you also were very like I. Like, what is love? What is intimacy? What is affection? Like, you were so... Like, I have a clip where I was like, well, maybe, like, your cuddle partner, whatever. What's it? Cuffing season. Oh, cuffing season. Cuffing season partner, like, turns into something more. You're like, what? No! (laughs) You're like, that's disgusting! And now, like, I feel like, you know, Anthony was able to to show you what love is, you know, in a beautiful way, even though it's not someone forever or, you know, but he was perfect for what you needed because you were very against love. I was very against love. (laughs) I didn't believe in it. I was scorned. I was bitter. I was resentful. 
And I feel like I was saying, like, men are trash. I mean, like, right. let's be honest, a lot of men are trash. But some of it's recycling. Some of it is, like, just men that wish they trash. They just need healing. They're just reformed. We all need our own healing. So I do think you're right, that it really helped put a lot of shit in perspective. And also realizing, like, toxic femininity and, like, the mm. men who find vi- fall victim to that and how women can be really fucked up, too. Mm. And how we hide behind misogyny by being like, well, as a woman, I get to act. And it's like, no, just mm. everyone needs to be kinder. Right. You know? And it's also, like, I don't understand, like, why women are striving to act like terrible men because i don't like That's, when terrible yeah, men act to like terrible exactly. men so like why are we trying to be like them yeah and i think with like and like to your point but we which, were like when when you're bitter and single and you've because you've been we've been hurt we've had trauma like sometimes it's our way of just coping it's trying to make sense it's literally it's believing sense. in a god and looking at the science we just right. need an explanation to explain why this keeps happening to me and only and me and feeling yeah Ugh. like feeling like like a victim to a lot of things which yeah. we, you know yes we were but yeah. at the, and of circumstances and in different situations. Yeah. And also, yeah. I was reeling off of a fucking sexual soul. So that was, like, another thing that I was trying to heal off of and expecting Anthony to help me through that healing and realizing, like, that's, that's, not, not, fair. that's not fair to him. That's also not how to do it. And also, that was his thing about me. He was like, you never talk about it. And I was like, but I don't want to. And he's like, but how are you going to get past it? And I was like, fuck. That, that's where I fucked up. I wasn't mm-hmm. telling him what was happening and how I would like swallow a lot of things where I would get triggered by like a smell or a scent and he could tell, but he just was like, I'm not going to push it, you know, because you told me not to. He can't heal you. Yeah. And it was like, and you know, to your point about like, he did really come at the right moment is that, you know, he was at the moment, my person, but he wasn't my people. Like he didn't meet or like kind of fit in with like the rest of like my world and my community and my, my people, but he was a really good person to me at that time. Mm-hmm. So he's not my people, but he's my per- he was my person. And I appreciated that. I still have a weird thing about cuddling. <laughs> I don't like cuddling. It's okay. Everyone's, everyone deals with affection differently. I know. You know like the engineer was over last night and he was Did like. Did you not cuddle with Anthony? Oh, we cuddled. Anthony yeah. and I cuddled all the time, but like he. But see, because it's. He it's said very, it's, it took a while. It's a very, yeah. It's a very intimate thing that you obviously like. You can't just do with anybody, and that's fine. I think that's my thing. You know how everyone has that one thing they're like, I can't do this with someone. And it's not because you're going to catch feelings or, like, whatever, but you're just, like. You just physically, like, like, don't like it. You you know, like, this is very intimate to me. I don't like winking. I'll do it. Oh. What is it? I want. No, I wasn't going to. First of all, I always hate when someone's like, I don't like that. And then they immediately do it. And it's like, what did I not? So I'm not going to wink at you. Thank you. Because you know what? I hear you. I respect you. And this Thank is a you. safe space. I just feel like it's weird. It is. Because also it's really weird. One time this dude was winking at me and I literally was like, is there something in your eye? And my friend yeah. was like, Rose, he is winking at you. It's weird to me. Yeah. No, like, I get it. I don't it, know. But I mean, yeah. Like, I, I think that also. Cuddling, but, yes. Yeah. I mean, you know me. I like I, cuddling. It's like the, that is the. It's just something. I feel like it gets a little too intimate. And I know that like. That's just me. And I hate when guys are like, what, you think you're going to catch feelings? No, motherfucker. It's I not about It's because I don't have feelings. And I don't want to cuddle with you. I have a feeling. Right. And right now, my feeling is not to do that. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I can get, like, the winking thing. It's, like, it seems very intimate. Also, I feel like winking can some... Winking also makes me think of, like... <laughs> makes me think of Lawn or SVU. Because there's so many times where, like, the perp is getting arrested and he, like, winks at Olivia Benson and then she gets, like, the scorn. It's just something about winking is a little creepy. I know. It's creepy. It's creepy to me. It's and so it's, creepy. It's also, like, you're telling me a secret and then I'm like, oh, what just happened? Right. Like, it makes me. I but I will say, I just read this book called Animal 
It's the same author who wrote this other book called Three Women. And in the book, and this is what it has to do with what you were just saying. In the book, she talks about this guy. She's at a gas station. And he's, like, looking at her. And he's, like, rubbing his ear as he's, like, chewing gum. And he's giving intense eye contact. And she goes, little rapes like this happen a thousand times a day. And I was like... That's what it is. Mm -hmm. And as you're saying it, I was like, I also feel weird when guys make eye right. contact with me. Or like when they want to make intense eye contact during sex, I'm like, no, let me like. Maybe it's like a, like, a, a, like a woman thing because, you know, we are more prone to getting catcalled. Yeah. And, you know, like all that And it's stuff. just, I think it's also like, I don't know what, what's going on with your head. Right. If you're looking at me like that, I'm like, and it's I creepy. Can I'm just thinking like, why are you staring? Like, I just, I just get really It's like a wolf looking at a lamb. It just feels like, I feel like right. prey in a right. weird way. Yes, that's exactly what it is. I feel like prey and it's uncomfortable. Yes, and it's like, let's be honest, eye contact with an intimate lover is completely different. Yes. But yes. if it's like unsolicited trying to sex, and I'm like, oh, my, like, right. check out something in my teeth. Like, I hope so. It's weird. You know? It's yeah. weird. It's aggressive. Yeah, we didn't even do an intro. Should we just do an intro? 24 in minutes in? That's a record. That's a record. That is a record for we us. We should just do an intro to the middle of it just to be, you know. Oh, my God. It's like that movie. Just for uh, the new listeners. Oh, my God. We literally are that life. movie, Drive My Car, where the credits start 40 minutes really? into the film. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally the whole movie. If anyone's seen Drive My Car, it's like, it's a short film at the beginning of the movie, pretty much, where you're like, I don't know what's happening with his husband and his wife. And then, like, something happens with his wife. And then it's like the credits start at, like, minute 42 and, then and you're just the like and then the movie starts what and you're just like this is super weird that's so the, the, this is the it. drive my car episode well hi guys 24 minutes in and no point of doing 25. an intro 25 minutes in and no point of doing an intro but only doing this for the sake of the new listeners i'm stephanie megan your host of vocal therapy and we have roseanne mcalise and we're continuing the conversation just had to do the little no but i love that this is for, so you do the intro for the new listeners yeah and i also feel like i don't know yeah like what if someone tunes in and they never heard of Rose before. Oh, hi. That means, oh, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm always expecting new listeners. I think that's really good. You know what I mean? I'm Rose. So. I'm the funny, loud friend. <laughs> uh, I feel like we You're all like, have tropes, you know? <laughs> We're all signed up in the side characters of uh, Bro Girl Therapy, the movie. And uh, that's me. I'm the funny, loud I friend. Like, I was hi, actually... I am Rose. Hi, I'm Rose. <laughs> hi, Rose. Hi, um, Rose. It's been... Three months and 17 days since the last time I've been on this podcast. Oh, welcome. Who's here for the pin? Um, I was actually, I know, that was like, who's been to an AA meeting? Just kidding. Well, I have. I was going to say, Jess. Jess. She's in the audience. But no, I was actually thinking about, I just got a new tattoo, and I was thinking about, I got this. Oh, what does it say? It says Radiant and Young. Aww. It's on my wrist. Wait, that's a really beautiful writing. Isn't it gorgeous? Yeah. Yeah, I wrote it. Isn't it crazy we, like, learned cursive for no fucking reason? Well, for tattoos. Yeah. That's, that's why right. I learned cursive. I was, like, literally, <laughs> as I was tattoos. designing it, I was like, this is why I did learned, it. Yeah. There was, like, a font I use as an inspiration, and then, like, the tattoo artist and I were like, oh, we like that, we don't like that, and so we were, like, able to. But one of the original ideas that I wanted to get wasn't Radiant Young. I wanted to get loud. <laughs> Like, I just, in you tiny should. letters, just in tiny, delicate, like, block letters, just loud. You should. I know, I should, right? I know. Should I get it between needs, my titties? Yes. Loud. Loud. But just because I am. So or, I'm like, just, in, in, your, in, your, in your lips. Ah, <gasps> <gasps> oh, it fades. But um, I, I know. I was thinking about loud. it. You need I think to. I'm going to get loud. Because now I have, I have six tattoos all together, but I have three more that I want to get. And then I, have I think I'm done. I have two tattoos and I want more, but I don't even know what to get. I've not been inspired. Is it only those two? Yeah. Why do I think you had three? 
Because I seem like a bitch that would have three or more. Yeah. It's kind, it, it's I don't kind know. of a do thing. Do I? I don't even know. Just, do you have any tattoos? Four, four tattoos. Four is a good number. Four is a good I've number. also been thinking about, I don't know if I'm cool enough, but I really want to get above the knee tattoo. There's something about girls. I, my best friend Rhea has an above the knee tattoo, and she's very cool. And they ride bikes. And and so the, cool. They ride bikes. Dude, see, that's what I'm saying. Every, it's like girl gays and theys that have yeah. an above the knee tattoo. I'm just like, you're the coolest Every, anyone person. Who, yes, anyone with the above the knee tattoo is so cool. So I just badass. don't think I have like the... I mean, I'm not shading my thighs. My thighs are great. They thick they're and they juice. They're gorgeous. But I know what you're about but to say. But they're not like they. I feel like it, it. It just no nothing. I don't know. It's the same way. Like when you get your ears pierced, and then you tell them, and you're like, "Look, sweetheart, you have beautiful ears, but that your ears right. are." It's you don't have the ears. For no, it. I wish someone told me that I didn't have the ears for an industrial because then my fucking oh. ear, like I had an industrial <gasps> in this ear, and I just, I, o- I always want an industrial, and I'm so glad I didn't because everyone re- everyone who has an industrial like hey, I regret it. My yeah. ear folded over because it was so heavy. Oh my. God. I know it was bad. I got Remember it when, when I was, like, everyone 17. got into gauges. Oh god, that was a big thing. I'm so glad I didn't get into that. My mom was like, "What am I gonna do? Spit through your earlobe?" Right. And I was like, like she hated would, it. People like I had a friend in high school who had like huge ass gauges. He would put his phone through his gauges, and it smelled so bad. Ew, that's disgusting. Oh yeah. my god, he got it done at Claire's <laughs> icing, and then he got an orange Julius afterwards. Yes. Oh, that's so. They smell bad. What do they, they smell, smell like? So bad. Why he did? Why can't yeah. you clean your gauges? So yeah, it just like yeah, it just. Stinks. You don't spray it because when I just got this one, I got um one done. I got my double ears pierced. I was okay. in New York and I was like wanting to get a tattoo, but the girl was like had to cancel. So then I was like, great, I'll just get my ears pierced. Right. So I first I got my ears double pierced for the first time at. 32 Aww. years old. And then I got this little guy in here. I don't know. Conch. Conch? I got the conch. I think that's what it's called. Oh. So it's like, it's like the conch piercing. Conch. <laughs> what is it? No, know. like the shell. Okay, okay. Conch? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like am I saying, Bob. Yeah, am I saying a bad word? I don't know why. I thought you called me a conch. Like a cunt? I don't know. What was a conch mean? I don't even know. That's why I was offended. <laughs> What's happening? You're acting like a white woman. (laughs) Offended. I don't even know what it means. I think you're being offensive. I'm calling the PC police. Dear Twitter, (laughs) Stephanie Megan is at it again, being offensive. Um, Sorry, I became an Amy. Uh, But no, this one, Piers. I'm not even going to say it anymore because I'm like worried that I'm like saying some fucked up term or something. But I heard it was conch shell, like a conch, Uh, like a shell, but like right there. So I got. Sorry. It's okay. I think it's beautiful. Are you, are you, how are you, how are you? Are you okay? I think I just got zoned out when you were, I think my ADHD kicked in and then That's you were okay. talking about your, I don't know what I was thinking. And then you, I, I just, you, you were talking about ears and you went conch and I'm like, what? Okay. But I'm going to, I'm going to make the story short, but basically I cleaned this, right? <laughs> yeah. I pierced it and I cleaned it. So it's so crazy that your friend couldn't clean the gauges, but here, I'm going to jump back now. Yeah. I can tell <laughs> when you zone out. Of conversations. And do you know what I do? What? I look at you and I think I'm going to keep talking. (laughs) And then I keep talking and then I look back at you and then I see this like recognition in your eyes where you're like, okay, she was saying something. And then like she, but the funny thing about the conch thing is that was you not realizing you said it out loud. I could tell in your voice where you're like, conch? And then you're like, why did I say that out loud? Like, what was she? I just don't understand that. It was like a recognition of like, I can see the ADD behind your eyes kick yeah, in just like not like i can see the hamster wheel along. just stop 
and then I see it pick up again. Reload and like yeah, pretty much like you know it's like like you know I like had a little glitch. Yes, like Control Alt Delete, and then it's just like Task Manager. Oh my god! Or like when you remember when it was like Nintendo sixty four and you take it out and blow the cartridge. It's like that. I could see the. <laughs> and yeah. you being like, or when the CD keeps skipping, so you take it out and go, oh, and rub it on like, your oh, titty. Yeah. Oh my god, I remember that when, was me right now. Conch, that was that's it. That's the day. That's the day I realized that I had big titties. Is yeah. that I took out the late registration Kanye West album, and it kept skipping and around Drive Slow, which was my favorite song, and then I was just like. <gasps> Because I was like able to rub the CD on them. Oh my god! What did you you get your first bra? Uh, (laughs) My first bra wasn't until like, well, like I got like like the sports bras that like your poor mom is just like, okay, look, these things are gonna show up one day. Yeah, people forget. I technically was a very late bloomer. I didn't get my titties until sophomore year of high school. What? I know. I had titties in the fifth grade. That's you and my sister. Really? My sister, and you got your period pretty early, huh? Yeah. I got my period when I was. Uh, 15. What? But I lost my virginity at 14. So <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I lost my virginity at 14. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Wait. No, that's a lie. I wasn't 15. I was 14 when okay. I... Okay. Because I was, was still like, in eighth grade. And then 14, like you were like almost turning 15? Y- yeah. Yes. I don't know. Be- that's when it was. No, you can get pregnant before your period. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's why I want one of these episodes to be me teaching fucking sex education. The 10-year-old girl who got pregnant, who had to go to Illinois to get a, uh, not Illinois, Indiana or one of those states, she didn't, yeah, you can get pregnant before your period. Yeah. So, Jessica, your little clip thing was inaccurate. And no one said anything. So yeah. No one, knows no one knows this. Wait, this is, again, this is why I'm like, should we, so should we're we talking about we, abortion now? We're talking we about to, fucking. Like, yeah, okay. Well, sex education is very important, you guys. Um, but yeah, no, you can get period, you can get pregnant on your period. You can get pregnant before your period. You can get pregnant after your period. A period, um, the whole idea of pregnancy is just a viable egg and a uterus. It does not matter at one point. Because if you think about it, there are a lot of um, women who don't get periods until very late in their life. Um, a lot of the time, the group people I'm use. Fertile. You don't think you're fertile? My sister said it best. The second you say that, you better be careful. I'm not manifesting. I just knock on yeah, wood. Just a little cute. If not, whatever. I will yeah. adopt. But like, also keep. What makes you think that? Girl, I've been raw dogging it for how long? The whole relationship. I'm just even. With, I mean, but do you guys? I'm you, a. You've been had. Okay, so you and Brian don't have sex with a condom. condom. But do you, are there times where you don't, are you at like he regulating? He pulls out and pray, went viral, we know. I know. Pull and pray. But do you guys also, do you know when your period's about to happen? Do you know your ovulation cycle mm-hmm. at all? So you're, I do the calendar method. Oh, then that's a form of birth control. Okay. But some people call it the or rhythm like even before, I, Even before I did the calendar method, we were just, just fucking and sucking. And... Well, you also can't get pregnancy from... Giving head. Okay. Well, well fucking nine, nine, yes. Nine, but, from sec- but I also, that's the thing. There's like, that's apparently the number one question Dr. Ruth gets is, can I get pregnant from giving head? No. And she's like, nope, it just goes right through your body. But a lot of people I definitely that. Googled that in the eighth grade because I wanted to make sure. Yeah. I mean, Not it's that I true. Was head, but I, was I mean, hello. We also used to, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but when I was little, I used to think that babies kind of have butts, you know? Like, oh you don't gosh. know. Th- what was, wow. Where did it come out? I don't know. God you know? prayed. My, that's what my parents told me. It was a Cabbage Patch baby? <laughs> cabbage Patch. Where it just was like out in the yard? Do you ever hear that one? <laughs> no, I just thought, I don't know. I just, my, I just, I would always ask my mom, like, where yeah. did babies come from? She's like, we prayed. Oh, see, that's crazy. My mom literally told me. She was like, a man has <laughs> you a, know a your mom my mom was like, here's sure. her. 
She was like, it was like early morning, and I like jumped in her bed, and she's like half asleep, and I was like, Mom, where do babies come from? And she's like heavy sigh, and she's like, Look, a man has an instrument, and a woman has like a vessel, and then they, and I was like, Whoa, and she like used the terms and everything, and then she was like, Nine months later, you came out, and I was like, Okay, okay, yeah, and I like walked away, and I was like. That is not what they told me on the playground. Yes. I was like, that is not what I heard. And then I just remember like going back to school being like, do I tell the gospel that y'all don't right. know how babies are made? <laughs> like this isn't how babies are made, you know? Right. But no, so like the, I this think is, this is not how, yes, because you know, holding hands, cooties, all right, that shit, yeah. you know? But like the calendar method is a way of, you know, some people call it people, the rhythm method. It's a way it of birth to, control. Yeah, which and we also, have a whole episode we talked about. And I was about to say, a lot of people have been using it for fucking millennium before there was actual, like, birth control right. and shit like to that. To get pregnant and to not get pregnant. Yes. And also keep in mind, it's not that you couldn't be necessarily fertile. It just probably means at this point in your life right now, it's like the amount of eggs that you're releasing. It's mm. like if you make the effort to more, like, get pregnant yeah. during your ovulation, absolutely. But a lot of people, sometimes some women don't get pregnant until, like, on their period, like, you know, not on their period, but, like, before their period. It's, like, ovulation is a very interesting thing that, like, you just don't know. People can mm. get pregnant on the first try. Some people need right. to, like, no, try so forever. Some people get pregnant hella fast. And yeah. Some people, like, have to try, yeah. But I also think it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, your body, you know, we're still trying to, like, figure out, like, are you, you know, what you want in a way. I don't know what my point was just now. My brain, well, I just yeah. had it. Like, like, what was that? I don't, you know what? It's contagious. <laughs> you're fucking, like, you're motive. You, where, where were you going? I don't know where I was going with that. I was about to say, we are still trying to figure out things about uteruses. I guess we're still trying to learn education about uteruses. Yeah, should we read it? Um, yeah, at that rate, I don't know what happened. Things, I, I've never, uh, I've thought about freezing my eggs, but I. I thought about, I want to freeze my eggs. Um, my insurance covers it. I just don't. I don't know. Again, I don't know if I want them. I've always thought of adoption. Mm. Oh, I've really? always been a timid option. I would be like, you know what? There's a lot of kids in the world that are like, the, but do not think that I'm a pro-lifer. Fuck them hoes. Fuck not them that. Hoes. Fuck, Fuck them, them hoes. hoes. My, okay, that was a funny thing. There was a sticker, like a bumper sticker that hung on me and my sister's childhood fridge that our parents put up that says, do not have, stop. No, it said, stop having sex with pro-lifers. Ooh. And it was great and amazing. And then my dad took a photo of it recently because of the, you know, terrible fucking government taking away our rights. And I just was like, Claire was like, I remember reading that when I was like nine being like, why do what mom and that? dad got against lifers? <laughs> like, what's wrong with me? Like, It's so funny because I'm sure in my like fridge, it was probably like, save the baby. Yeah, right. Save the baby. Yeah. Don't have sex. Or don't have sex. <laughs> but like, save the baby when you right, have sex. Right, you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's the other thing about like, what does I don't told have my, sex mean? I told one time we were, uh, it was like my mom and I visited my brother in Texas and we, and our cousins and our aunts, like we're all there. And we got into a political debate. Mm -hmm. Me, my brother, my siblings, or not my siblings, sorry, my uh, cousins are like obviously more progressive or millennial Gen Z. And then like our parents are like older immigrants, you know, voted for Trump, pro-life, very religious pro-lifers. I like told my mom, I said out loud, I was like, if I get pregnant, I'm aborting it. Ooh. 
Good for you. And then she was like, you're an atheist. <laughs> an atheist. Yeah. No, you should be like, no, mom, I actually believe in the God that doesn't want me to have this baby. Right. That's what I said. I was like, actually, you're wrong. My brother's the atheist. I didn't say that because I didn't want to like call out my brother because that's his business. That's his but name. I like looked that's at him like, word. yo, yeah, who's the atheist? No, it ain't us. But he can't say it to my mom. My mom still doesn't even know. But I'm like, I believe in God. Yeah, I believe in the God that allows me to abort things. That's what exactly. I'm just... Believes in gay marriage. That's my other thing, <laughs> is that someone, like, fuck them. Stop using religion in the idea of it is ver- church versus state. Because here's my thing about the whole, like, abortion is bad because it's in the Bible. First of all, it's a lie. It's not. It's not true. And then the other thing is, is I respect people's religion but why the fuck do people of religion don't respect Respect. me and my life choices so it's like i love religious people so one of my favorite girl i believe in the god you believe in because your god is a beautiful and amazing human being i love i love jessica's belief system it's gorgeous it's amazing and like what's great She's relationship. There you go. See, you and go. I love that. And I love that. Like, I love this... her. I love how she handles her relationship with God. By yes. The way. And I think it's one of those amazing things where it's like, fuck, I, that is what's so inspiring and so amazing and so great. And I was like having a friend, a conversation with my friend Jasmine, who I literally, whoever Jasmine's God is, that's mm. the God I signed up for. I right. love Jasmine's God. That's why I'm like, He's I love, I love Jessica's God for See? sure. I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking, I'll hang out with Jasmine and her God right. any day of the yes. week. He yes. kicks it. He parties. He like fucking believes no in everything. No shade. No shade. And so it's like one of those things where I just like look at and I'm like bro this has nothing to do with you and one of the biggest problems with this whole like pro-lifers Roe versus way is y'all aren't fixing the system to let me have this baby anyways exactly y'all aren't paying for my first of all you know what if conception if conception if fucking the child is a baby at conception then have that motherfucking man pay me child support the second he fucking comes in me Pay child support. Exactly. I need you guys to pay child pay support. Pay me to carry this motherfucking baby exactly. into the world. Exactly. So if you're going to tell pay me, me right for now. for this fucking birth. You do it. You oh, fucking pay me. Free tampons. Let's, let's start with free tampons. Free tampons. Give me free tampons. Give me free condoms. You know what I mean? Not Look, in the places that are like, free just condoms. give us fucking rights. Give us them. It makes like, no fucking have sense. free fucking health care. Oh, my like, God. I know. Why is that such a, like, a, why is that such like, a Like, why is it thing? so expensive just to give birth to a baby? Why is it so expensive to live? Like, y'all really, we're really, we're really paying to die right now. Like, it's so expensive to live and it's fucking bullshit. And it's really unfair to the amount of people. Because here's the other thing. Miss, I'm ready. I'm fucking. I, I like this. Get I on like my soapbox. I'm giving you your. Roe versus way is not going to affect bitches that look like me. White girls will always, forever and ever, because of our privilege, because of our fucking fathers that we defend too much, because of our shitty Trump, uh, Trump voting brothers that defend us too much, because of our proximity to how much fucking privilege we experience because we are white before we are women sometimes, Roe versus Ray is not going to affect us whatsoever. Roe versus Way is going to affect my friends that are fucking black women indigenous humans. Okay, trans men that are going to be the ones that have to actually struggle. We live in a, we are very privileged that we live in a state that has a governor that was like, we are good. If you need an abortion, you can get it. But this thing is not gonna affect me. So if the fucking white women of the world, fellow fucking white women who are pro choice, can we just like shut the fuck up for right now? 
Like, can we just, like, pro-choice. Like, the fact that they're, you know, you're not. That's the other thing. I hate the term pro-choice. I hate the term pro-life because it's not pro-life. You only care about one life. You don't give a fuck about the woman carrying it. Mm. That's the other thing. You care about the... You care about the eggs, but not the egg carton. It's stupid. You want me to bring this thing into life, and then you expect me to be a good parent. You expect me to be a good mom. Where the fuck is, where the fuck is the dad? If anything, I feel like if a baby, I'm going to be some legally blonde shit right yeah, now. Let's go into I it. I think every man should be charged with abortion if he comes in a girl and the girl doesn't have a baby. Yeah. That's a viable thing. You did, oh, you it's, fucked up, bro. You didn't get me pregnant. It gives you them fucking accountability. It's, it's like there's two people that make a fucking kid. Yes, and it's fucking bullshit. But the idea of... With the white women in the world that are pro-choice, I really think that we need to, like, realize, like, we're going to be good. And I'm not saying that we need to, like, stop talking. Obviously, I am a pro-choice white woman and everything. But we do need to realize and focus our fucking, use our privilege for good and not evil and focus all our resources and opportunities to the women and trans humans and viable humans that can give birth to babies all the attention and love and affection they need right now. Because these are the people that are really going to be affected by Roe versus Ray. People will find abortion whether what state they're going into. The problem is they're going to go get the back alley fucking hanger abortions and that is not good. It's going to be dangerous. It's going to be dangerous as fuck. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, don't tell me Abortions are not going to end. They're never going to end. It's and just now, end. Now, now they're not safe. Now they're not going to be safe. That's the only thing. It's and like these pro-lifers are fucking idiots. They're idiots. And also none of them want to adopt these babies. They're like, adoption's no. an option. No, it's not. Well, are you going to fucking adopt? No. But you'll go fucking, I don't know, adopt a child from a third country, third world country instead, right. which is also really fucked up and weird because I feel like that's, you know, sometimes it feels like human trafficking, but that's a different podcast. <laughs> but like this idea and notion of like, no, like you're not going to fix it that way. We're going to fix it with universal health care. We're going to fix it with paid paternity leave from all fucking jobs. Mm-hmm. We're going to fix it by raising the minimum wage. The fact that all these wealthy men have become wealthier during COVID, but the minimum wage has not gone up for those people that were the frontline workers. Remember when we used to love the frontline workers? The people that had to go to work? Oh, yeah. We, like, clapped every day at, like, Every 9 day for the fucking nurse at 9 p.m. for those hosts. You know what? Their <laughs> fucking minimum wage hasn't gone up. It hasn't gone up. I'm going to name this episode Rose for President. Oh, no. I could never. We'll continue. I would never want to be a uh, president. Do you know why? Because you've been on this show. Yes. And they can I'm use- not going to. Actually, you know what? You should. No, I could never be a president. Because <laughs> here's my thing about politics. I don't think um, I don't think I have the patience to come to the middle. You know? That was actually one thing I learned a lot, especially from Anthony, was that Anthony was very um, level-headed. He saw everything as black and white. Mm-hmm. There was no gray area for him. I definitely am a gray area hoe. That is where I live, reside. It's where I pay rent. It's where I own. Like, gray area is my lifestyle. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, and then, you know. But, like, the thing that he helped me with is the idea that there has to be some compromise Mm. and the idea of, like, there are black and white. It is right. It is wrong. Left, right, you know. I am someone that's not. I think I'm in the gray area as well. But I'm not going to. But the thing is, is I'm not going to. I'm not going to stop. Like, you know, I look at all the people I admire that are great politicians and I see them have to compromise for things that you can tell like hurts them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the amount of times, you know, you see AOC being like, I'm fucking exhausted. Mm -hmm. Or Elizabeth Warren being like, fucking A, you hoes. Why do I have to convince you guys that I'm a good human, you Mm -hmm. know, that I would be a great president? So it's just like that thing. I respect politicians. Um, actually, no, I don't respect politicians. I admire a politicians and what they have to do, and I could never do that. Yeah, because you're you're putting yourself up to be, 
you know, yeah, and I ridiculed. Also, ridiculed. And also, more importantly, I hate that they forget that they're public servants. They work for us. We don't work for them. Mm. So this whole idea of, the, like, they're kind of forgetting that, like, no, motherfuckers. Like, I voted you in to make changes that I want. You mm. know what I mean? And plus, I, I want to be that person. I want to be the person yelling and being like, no, you didn't do that well enough. You know, you can't do that when you're a politician. You yeah. have to listen. You have to be like, okay. You have to take it, yeah. You have to be a public It's like when, when like, the whole, like, George Floyd thing happened and everyone was calling the, like, everyone was like, well, what, were they, what were they saying? You know what I mean? When they're yes. all calling those, like, people, they're like, I yield my time. Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. And you're like, I want to be that person. I want right. to be the person yelling at the president being like, excuse me. We still do not have a like fixed prison reform. Excuse me. Why now is gay marriage up on the chopping block? Like, you know, why do we have to protect these fucking things that are just like rights? And also, I think it's really fucked up that like there's so many politicians. Like, if you look at the Supreme Court, all those motherfuckers that say they would um, hold Roe versus Way in things lied. Should, lied. They lied under they oath. Lied. Why aren't they getting sanctioned? Why aren't they in trouble? You lied under oath. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Motherfuckers have gone to jail for far less fucking reasons. And for you guys weed. for having weed, which by the way is legal in a lot of states right. nowadays. So it's just like you look at those motherfuckers and you're just like, oh, I want to punch you, Brett. Like, ew, the fact that we have a Supreme Court judge with the first name Brett just, yeah. like, bothers me. You know me. he's a douche. He's a, he's a look douche. At his face. He's a fucking douche. Also, the fact that they, okay, again, people say women are emotional. I'm sorry, have you watched that man testify? He was crying oh over God. beer and calendars. Yes. I don't give a fuck about you, Brett. Um, but the woman, she, the woman who had to fucking recount her entire rape and assault and how poignant and fucking that woman i have so much up respect like i think about what happened to me and i i can't even i can't even talk about it she had to do it over and over and over and over again i have the utmost respect for her and you got brett crying over calendars and fucking his weird friends named gigolo and shit like that i don't know and then you got clarence thomas's whack ass he's whack. stupid all I of them him. all of them what are your thoughts <laughs> this is gonna this this is the episode that, like, really... What are your thoughts on Johnny Depp and Amber Heard? Hurt people hurt people. Yeah. I think... <laughs> You're trying to get me in trouble. No, I think... I think they're both terrible human beings that yeah. low-key deserved each other. Yeah. I think... He's I abusive. I, I think she's manipulative. Yeah, I don't. I'm not team Johnny. I'm not team Amber. No. I'm literally like team no one. Um, that they're the greatest example of me when I wake up sometimes and I think I hate humanity. Yeah, because I think of them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they are the. They just both of them are just terrible human they're beings. Both. Ter they're both equally terrible. That's why I'm so confused when I see people who are like, I'm like team Johnny, like da da da, or like oh my god, like. No one ever listens to women. Look at Amber, and I'm just like, I I look at them as both awful. Like, can I can I not pick one? Like, I've just been so, and I've been trying to like read and do research on it. And I'm like, I don't know how anyone could really pick. They're both awful. They're both awful. Here's my thing about okay. them that like what it comes down to. It's like uh, it's not as bad. Please note what I'm about to say, as I am not comparing Johnny and Amber to Kim and Kanye. What I'm about to say is, remember when we were talking about the Kim and Kanye thing and we both were like, all we care about is the kids, right? Mm. Like, that is the whole, like, thing. Yeah. Where it's like, I, ooh, I don't like Kim and I don't like things about her, but in this situation, you know, you're being sympathetic. When I look at Amber and Johnny and I try to understand the humanity and the, like, sympathy and empathy towards either of those people, I look at them and I realize 
They both fucking suck because they're celebrities with money. They thought they, both of them thought they can get away with shit. Mm-hmm. Both of them mm-hmm. thought they could get away with shit because they have money. So what I don't like about Johnny and Amber, y'all are rich people. Y'all just spoiled ass to spoiled rich people. It does not matter if you're a man. It does not matter if you're a woman. You guys Gender are just- Gender has literally no nothing. Pu- nothing to do with this. Because I think about that all the time where it's like, if I thought of it as two women, I still would think both of them suck. Right. But I wouldn't think that all women suck now, right? right? It's not that, yes, we don't listen to women. We do not listen to women. I'll give us that. But the idea is that we did listen to Amber and Amber did get her justice in a fucking UK court. She did not get her justice in the US court, okay? Mm-hmm. So there you go. Those motherfuckers could choose who was worse between the two right. everyone's kind of divided on that for me i look at them and i'm like y'all are too rich and too privileged to actually affect the people that i know like my aunt who had to go fucking fight tooth and nail for her terrible ex-husband you know what i mean mm. who was a cop so he mm. had all of everyone on his side you know what i mean and i think no like i feel like my aunt the people like those are the women that i like feel bad for but she's not rich yeah. So no one's coming to her thing. No one cares about them. They're a high-profile case. They were a great distraction. Mm-hmm. I'll give that to Johnny and Amber. They came at, like, such a perfect time. And, like, it was before Roe versus Way. Yeah. Right. We had nothing else to We wanted to, you know what? Because people didn't want to realize that uh, there is a genocide happening in Ukraine. There's a genocide happening in Sudan right now. There's so many fucking dumb things in the world that are happening right now. It was right a distraction. Now. It was it, nothing it was, that was, like, good <laughs> It's none of our business. It's none of our business. And it was like a great example of you can't pick sides when people are terrible. Right. They're just both horrible They're human bo- beings. They're both horrible. Like equally. Equally just terrible human beings. Yeah. Do I think that I didn't sh- like I was like trying to find a side of like, should I like just oh, oh, but then like she's lying and it, what? And I'm like, actually, so I'm so glad that you said that because I, I felt like I was the only one. No. That's why I was like, I wonder, like maybe you have more information on why one side is better i guess but the fact that you i was like okay that, that kind of validated my thoughts honestly so thank you and what's so crazy is i have a lot of friends that are like i have like actually two friends that are coming to mind one that is very much team johnny because she just doesn't like amber and one that is team amber because she's such a feminist and i yeah. like look at them both and i'm like can we find better people to defend like right. <laughs> we don't need to use them as these like you know tent poles can or we just examples. hold them accountable for being shitty no matter their fucking gender for being shitty and rich right just like you guys both kind of suck like exactly. i hate to say it i think they're just both just rich terrible weird humans yeah that are just like what i do have to say though okay from watching all the like court docs and like reading all the tweets and everything is like true star is that woman who is johnny depp's uh lawyer when she was asking amber how much money did you donate yeah yeah yeah. no amber you didn't donate any money that woman is the true star i have to say if i had to like dating rumors between johnny and her no were there yes People like I don't know. That's obviously trash, fucking. But sometimes you know, trash gossip, probably. But I mean, TMZ could be. shit. But it's I don't know. Sometimes TMZ. Yeah. I hate to say it. TMZ has broken stories. TMZ. But. It's because they go to TMZ to break the story. Yeah, that's true. But I have to say though, like she, she was the star. Yeah. I'm team her just because I was like, girl, you did your job. Yeah, she you really p- did. She, 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 she woke up every morning. 
She put on her Chanel or her Miu Miu suit and or her like J Crew Banana Republic blazer, yeah. and she delivered. She was a lawyer. She brought the facts. She was like Alec McBeal meets like you know uh, the mom from The Good Wife. Like she was a lawyer, and so like I liked her. Everyone team else, her, yeah. I'm team her. She was just doing her job. She was doing her job, and she did it. Johnny and Amber. You know, maybe Sucks. in 10 years when they do the fucking Netflix or the Hulu TV show and fucking Ryan Murphy turns it into, like, whatever he does with TV shows, then, yeah, true maybe we we'll American about, Yeah, exactly. True fucking crime. A American Horror Stories. It won't even be a true crime. It would just it be American true Horror, horror Stories. stories. <laughs> the Johnny Depp Amanda. So, oh. yeah, no, they they both are just great examples. Okay, I'm glad that I was like, because I was like, do I have to pick a side? Because I was like, no. I, I see them as, like, both awful. But I was like, it, does that make me, like not for women and it's like also is, is it bad to be rooting for this See, this man who might potentially be in a like it, it was just like all these things where i didn't know where to and i think it also opened a conversation of all like again we've talked about this on the podcast but like the idea of like there are different types of abuse there are like emotional financial financial abuse uh you know um psychological abuse like there's different forms of abuse and i yeah. feel like that case they was an example all. of all of it all of it all was of fucking it. lies manipulation again i think Deceit. a lot of it had to do with just being rich and stupid and bored and stuff and i think it's really weird how not weird because i understand why you were like why do i have to choose sides but i do think it's really weird sometimes where people are like if i'm not team amber i'm an anti woman it's like no because my whole thing about feminist feminism and being a feminist is I would like to be able to look at a woman and hold her accountable mm -hmm. for not being mm -hmm. good enough or like fucking up, mm -hmm. you know, like I look at someone like just because she's a woman doesn't mean she's yeah. not bad. I mean, if that's we're all capable of being horrible people and doing horrible things. Like Honestly, I think that's the most it, feminist like, thing you could do. Right. To look at a woman and be like, you suck. Exactly, and holding other women accountable for it, like if they're awful, like exactly. I'm not gonna like Tommy Lasagna, like fuck that kind. Feminism is really her. all about equality. Yes, it's not about it. It gets misconstrued because there really are those extremists are like, oh, women only, like type of thing. But it's like, no, I mean, women fucking suck too. Yeah, don't try. And men fucking suck, yes, but like, and now everyone sucks, and we should hold all the people that suck accountable, and all the people who are great, no matter, like, honestly. Gender should just be thrown out the window. Well, yeah, gender is a construct that doesn't really yeah. matter and everything. <laughs> yeah. And I also think that it's one of those things where it's like we can just be like, let's just be better people. Let's just be kinder yeah. to each other, you know? And they were just like, in a weird way, it was this zeitgeist, I think, interesting social experiment to watch that case and to see where people fell and how we think as humans, like, again, the, like, I think even the justice system is, like, a weird gray area when it comes to situations and like that. seeing where people stand and why yeah. they stood for certain people. And, like, why there has to be this definite about this case in particular. Why do I have to have a point on this case? Why do I have to side with either Johnny mm -hmm. or fucking Amber? Mm -hmm. what, I, what if I look at, like, the girl who, oh, the woman that just got exonerated for killing her pimp 30 years ago. I'm on that woman's side. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just like, let's let's talk about, like, the like cases that are better. I just think they were rich and spoiled, and both are weird. It was just a movie. It was, it it was, was a movie weird. at that point. And we'll watch the miniseries when it comes out on Hulu yeah. in 2025. Probably next year. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> probably end whenever of this the year. Sorry, I was about to say there's probably there's a, someone. I think there's already like a 2020 thing on it, so it's oh, fine. Jesus. It's probably already like made. Yeah, someone's already making it. Oh yeah. man, plug yourself. Any well, any last words on abortions? We were supposed to read emails, but it's fine. This was better. Abortions. Um, John, we were done with Johnny and Amber. I know. I realize that there's a lot of times. This is also why I don't listen to. I don't watch my own episodes. There's mm. a lot of times where I say things where I'm like, "Oh, what you come on, Rose? You could have said that." More I always that happens to me all the time. Where it's like yeah. I say I worded things something like you know I worded something that maybe realize it came across a little different than I Yes, and it's yeah. very aggressive. And I feel like in our culture, we're really good at finding people where they fucked up. But my main thing is, I think when it comes to abortion, I think it is my decision and it's my homies. It's whoever needs to have that service. It should be their decision. Fucking... Dumbass motherfuckers that live like that are on a Capitol Hill somewhere in DC. Just take religion out of this shit, man. Yeah, if that you too. if you don't want to have an abortion personally, that's fucking fine. But yeah. you can't make that decision for anybody else. I mean, look, I don't like you know. And not everyone wanna... is religious. You know what I mean? Everyone has different beliefs. Like, don't they preach like that? Like, we yeah. should all respect each other's beliefs and religions. Like, why can't like you said? Like, then let me respect my decision and what I do with my body. And you know what it is, though, but I think in a weird way, the benefit, not the benefit, but like the hope. Here we go. Mm -hmm. The hope of what happened with Roe versus Way is to realize how much we actually are anti-woman, how this country actually really does we hate have, women. We still have so much work. We to do. still have the same way that a lot of people woke up for the first time, which is so sad during June 2020 during the protests and realized that racism was a problem is the same way that I think a lot of people woke up the day after Roe versus Way and realized that, like, wow, this country really doesn't give a fuck about women. And mm -hmm. it really does not give a fuck about poor women. Mm -hmm. doesn't give a fuck about indigenous women, uh, trans men who can also give birth, humans mm -hmm. in that sense of the capacity. Like, this country doesn't give a fuck about us. And I think a lot of the times when you look at the beautiful change that we do watch is during radical pressure. And this right now is a moment of radical pressure where it's like, we're not going to rest. I don't want your kid to have to live in a country where this is a question again. It should just be solidified and figured out. And it does break my heart when sometimes I see... Sometimes I don't have hope. Is that fucked up? No, it's fine. Sometimes Remember I we just said feel that? Like, hope comes and goes. Right. Like, sometimes I just feel like... Sometimes I have so much hope. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's, we're changing the world. And then there's moments where I'm like, oh, we're... We're just fucked up. No, we are. We we're really just are. fucked up. Like, I mean, it, what? This is me stealing from the great human being who tweeted this, but she was like, "Earth is ghetto," and I was like, "Yeah." And humans are terrible humans. Like, right, we just—it's—it's right. it's true. But I think for moments like this, I'll hold on to hope for you right now. Okay, I got you. Like, it almost made me like when it all happened. Like, it was fucking depressing, but it was always—it was also like so numbing because I was just like. I don't expect anything less. And that's, and you know what? Or anything I, more. Sorry. Yeah. And like I, I expect less actually. Yeah. I, I just don't expect anything. Like I was just kind of like, of course, and, of course. And I think I got, I got you on that. Thank you. And I think also this then plays into what we were talking about earlier, where it's like, I think that a lot of white women allies, this is when we can step up and try to be like, look, it's really hard to be positive when you are a woman of color in this country. You, you need to do I mean? like a lesson on how to be, uh, the right white woman ally. Because I feel like there's a, still a lot of white women, quote unquote, allies who, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to throw suck. shade, who suck, yes, but like have, no, I'm going to say they have a lot of work to do. They don't know what it's like to, I think 
a lot of times, and I'm going to give credit because, like, fuck the cancel culture. Like, it, people still have a lot of room to grow, you know? And, like, there's a difference between someone who's just, just hateful mm-hmm. and, like, deserves whatever. But, like, there's also people who just are, like, don't even know. Yeah. Like, and are still figuring it out. And I have to say about the whole idea of council culture is, like, what I think is super... It's fucked up because it no longer means what it means. But it's also sometimes it's not even council culture. It's being held accountable culture. Yeah, so... You fucked up, bro. Yeah, Own well, it. Should we just talk about council culture? You know, we're supposed to plug ourselves. Yeah. I feel like I have opinions about... So I, at first, was, like all about cancel culture because again holding each other accountable that's really what the whole premise of cancel culture is because you know obviously media and music before that we would listen to was always like questionable very questionable and very problematic so people need to be held accountable for the things they say and actions and need to learn more i think it's got well i also think that no one actually really gets canceled. No, because people it's come not back. Even re- yeah, Louis C.K. won a Grammy. Right. That so no one's really getting canceled. And then also, I just feel like there's always those people who take it to a certain extent and then they start bullying others and like saying things that are just very like fucked up, you know, for like no reason and not giving space to those to like learn. We just be holding each other accountable, but at the same time, like, Accepting that we're human yep. and we shouldn't say things to hurt people. And also, no one really gets canceled. Yes. And then the retrospect of it is the, like, now us, the audience, the vultures, the people that are like, mm-hmm. cancel, cancel. What we also have forgotten to do is to accept apologies. Because there are times yep. that people there handle we go. it there really we go. fucking yeah. well. I feel like the best example is Lizzo. Lizzo had a song called Girls, and she mm-hmm. used a derogatory term towards disabled people, the word spaz, and someone tweeted her and was like, hey, I, I don't like that as someone who, you know, that's using, you know what Lizzo did? Lizzo goes, girl, you're right, my bad, changed I'm so something. sorry, and changed it. Immediately went back in the studio and changed, it took the word out of the song. That yeah. was it. Move she on, handled, let's she, move on. But like, yeah. she, she addressed right. it, right. and she right. was like, I fucked up, my bad. Right. She didn't use it to promote her album, she didn't use it to promote the single, she just fixed it, and then she just was like, yep, and then kept pushing. That was a really great moment. There were still people that were still dragging on it and was like, she shouldn't have used it to begin with. She didn't know. She was uneducated. She didn't know. She didn't think it was right. offensive. She, it rhymed a lot of us way. didn't know. A lot of people don't know. She like heard it. She was like, okay, my bad. Heard her people and everything and kept it going. I do think sometimes there are people who genuinely come forward with uh, apologies and we still don't, like, we're like, no, that's not good enough. It's like, Do you ever think enough. that like people are just way too sensitive? Um, yes and no. I do think... People are way too sensitive, but I also do think that the sensitive people for the first time ever have been able to talk and they feel like they have a lot of time to make up for. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I feel like there's a lot of people that we know in community Mm. that have been oppressed and have experienced a lot of fucked up shit and now they're in positions of power and now what they're doing is they're just like fucking going after everyone and they're turning this kind of it into a negative experience Mm -hmm. instead of being like let me you because what happens i think a lot of people start sounding more like their enemy than they realize yeah you know oh yeah yeah yeah. and i think that it's not sensitive it's sensitivity but their feelings are valid but, but then they're also like, you sound a lot like you're telling people, you can't say that to me. And it's just like, you're getting all up front of the PC culture. You can't. And it's like, oh, okay, chill. Right. You know? And I think there's like a responsibility for sure um, in the idea of how you approach those things and everything. But for the most part, 
we got to accept apologies. We got to understand that like sensitive people, this is the first time that a lot of humans have been able to be like, that offended me. I want to just bring that up. And mm. then people are like, okay, cool. You, we haven't heard from you before. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. We didn't realize that that was offensive until right. like someone was like, you know, saying that's gay is like really rude. And people are right. like, oh, fuck. Okay, my bad. You know, and like you have these things. But the idea is that there is a line. And if you go over and beyond it, then what happens is that becomes a rebound effect. And then people are like, well, fuck it. We can't say anything. I can't say the word purple and I can't say the word red. It's just like offensive. And it's like, then you get to like the right wing media of how they, oh, I'm going to get canceled. It's like, okay, calm down. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, then it's just like a headache. And it's not that. It's just literally, I think cancel culture, again, humans are horrible at marketing sometimes. It's just being held accountable. Really it is. That's how I look at it. It's like, it's, it's not, yeah, it's just being like, hey, what you did, I don't agree with. And this is how you could do better. Yeah. And sometimes there's going to be times where you say that and that person's not going to change and it's going to fucking hurt. Mm -hmm. It's going to fucking upset you that it's like, God damn it. I told you not to do that. And they keep doing it. But when you start, like when you lean in that you're becoming the, like the gross, I was literally about to say upside down world, like you're literally like, it's like consuming you Mm -hmm. that there are some points where you're like, you know what? Someone bigger than me, I can't change the world, and someone bigger than me and someone more powerful is going to say the exact same thing I said to you, and it's going to embarrass you. Mm-hmm. But when you keep going after that same right. fucking person. It fucks with your energy, and it fucks with your mental health. So there's a time where you're like, okay, you said what you said. And again, going, I've said this earlier in the episode or the last episode, like you could only control yourself. You can't control other people. Mm-hmm. So you could give your opinion, say how you feel, tell them this was fucked up, I'm offended, and they could only make their decision to do better or not. And if they choose violence and they're like, nah, I want to keep going, doing whatever, then change a channel, unfollow, don't be friends with that person, like, or just keep, create boundaries, or whatever it is yep. to, to protect yourself and your mental health because obviously this person triggers you, so create boundaries, whatever that looks like. One of the best examples that I can think of right now is the whole, like, Dave Chappelle thing, right? Mm. Where it's like, that man, (laughs) he's a lost cause at this point to me. Mm. To me personally, like, I have friends that try to defend him. They're like, oh, I just went to a Dave Chappelle concert. And I was like, well, that's weird because I'm like, he's fucking offensive. He's transphobic and kind of – also, he's also fucking sexist and homophobic Mm. and weird. And so I'm like, "Mm." and he, like – what I also hate is that he made a point mm. about a point that someone made a point for him. You know what I mean? He was mm. like, look, I'm going to say something that's going to offend people. And those people are going to be people in power. And guess what? I'm going to upset them. And it worked. And then it's thing. But now his whole thing is that, motherfucker, you sound exactly like the people you hate. Don't police me. Don't tell me I can't make right, jokes. It's right. like, when does it ever end? But at that point, when I have friends that are like, he's the greatest. Why don't you like him? And they're like trying to sell right, him to me. Right, I just right. go, why do you need to do that? Right. Dave Chappelle doesn't need my money. He don't he give a fuck about me. He doesn't care. And he also, doesn't about, care about you either. He doesn't I, care about any exactly. of us. Exactly. And I don't care about him. I got to let it go. Do I think what he said is offensive? Absolutely. Because I have a lot of trans friends that find his shit offensive. Mm-hmm. I side with them. But at this point, like, he's not listening to us. Mm-hmm. If anything, he's making more money off of us talking about it. So it's just like, I set the boundaries with my homies that like, yo, if you want to be his fan, you want to go to his shows, go ahead. Go do you, boo. I'm going to go to a cooler comic. But don't try to come here and try to convince me. Because who are you trying to convince? Who are you trying to convince? Why? Tra- right. Why are you trying to convince me? Is that Dave this- Chappelle going to try to, like, to it, back you Are you getting you up? commission? Right. I hope you're getting paid the way right. you're trying to sell him to me. It's a TED Talk. Exactly. Like, but, do you think that like, he's going to have your back when shit hits the fan? And just, like, just to let him, let him go. 
It's fine. I still laugh at the skits that I like. The sketch. <laughs> I still laugh at the sketches that he did on fucking the Chappelle show. Mm. I was like, oh man, that guy was funny. This one, I don't know. I don't mm. know this one. I don't know him. You know what I mean? So it's just like the setting the boundaries. It's like knowing all these things. But again, it is this idea that we forget that cancel culture is just being held account- accountable. Culture. That was the whole. That was the whole, whole point of it. But things got carried. We also away. forget that we, as an audience, as viewers, as the judge, juror, and fucking prosecutor, and you know, lawyers, is that we forget our responsibility is. We have to listen and accept the apology if it's a genuine apology, right? Mm-hmm. Like I always think that there are some apologies that are not genuine. Allow like, people really to weird. at least try to do better. Yes. And if they don't, then don't stress about it. Give. Move on. Change the channel. Unfollow. Mute. Block. Whatever you got to do. Because this is going to end. This it's is never going to end. Can't, you can't control anybody. Like that's the thing. Like you just you can only do so much. You can only control yourself and your energy, and that's it. Yeah. If you don't like something, change a song. Keep it pushing. Yeah. Just, and sometimes justice gets served. There are yeah. little rare times. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Hope. Hope. R. Kelly is going to be in prison for 30 years. I know. And that's like a funny thing because then some people are like, that's, 30 that's years. That's when it's like cancel culture is like, that's when it's like. But here's the thing about that. Oh, my God. Now you got me going. We I know knew about endless. R. Kelly for so you know did, what's we, so funny? We did. we did know him for We've known R. Kelly was a creep for 30 years. Yeah, now he he's was, going to he jail like, for 30 years. So that makes no sense to me. Send him to jail for life. We've yeah. no we he chose the right victim, unfortunately. He mm-hmm. chose black women. And that's the thing that we learned, unfortunately, in this country is that a lot of us don't listen to black women. We do not listen to them. And then it's super unfair because our culture is super fucked up because it's sexist and racist. And the thing about R. Kelly is that he got away with it for far too long. Way too long. And there are so many people that look at that. There was any videos of him. I mean, peeing is just. Uh, yes. I mean, no king shaming, but, but he like, was like underage girls. Underage girls. Like it wasn't and like, like peeing on anybody. Them and like so, kidnapping them and yeah. shit. Anyways, but like there was such a huge issue that I knew when that news dropped, I didn't want to go on Twitter. I just knew that's yeah, like setting yeah. up the boundary because there were people being like 30 years. That's, that's, you know, that's a, that. their opinion. Well, Cause everyone's like, damn, he doesn't need to go to jail for 30 years. And then there are people that are like, that's not enough time. That is not enough time. It needs to be full life. If, Bill Cosby. Fucking, you know what my whole thing is, is Harvey Weinstein still hasn't served a day in jail. You know what I mean? Like it's, you want to talk about the fact that I mean, he's also a white man. Like it's a way fucking bullshit. Like that's so unfair. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's also like, I'm not going to say that's unfair to R. Kelly because R. Kelly is shitty too. Mm-hmm. It just sucks that fucking Harvey is just this white dude. You he's know? getting away with everything. Ugh, okay. But yes, but Rose still. Rose for president. No, I could never. <laughs> I could never. But I will say, still have hope and hope. I try to be as hopeful as possible with a lot of things because honestly, what's what's the harm for me personally? What's the harm of having hope? What's the harm of like just trying to just be sometimes like sometimes it's tiring. It is, and it sometimes I'm exhausted. You and you know what? That's completely valid for you. Yeah, because sometimes I have so much hope and then and other times I'm just like so like exhausted of trying to like find hope. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's it goes up and down. And you know what and it right is, now though? I'm exhausted. To be quite honest, I'm numb. I'm exhausted. I'm not surprised. It's just life. It's you know, just like America. Yeah, well, America's stupid. But I will say, one thing about hope is hope is best with community. So if you're not feeling mm. hopeful right now, I got you. In your community, oh, I got I'm you. I'm going to cry. Wait, I'm going to like tear up. Okay. 
But I'll keep your hope alive. Okay. If it takes a village to raise a child, I think it takes a community to keep hope alive. So I got you. Rose for president. Oh my God. I can't use hope because Obama did. So fuck. Oh, damn. I gotta find a new word. Well, bring, bring hope, hope back. back. <laughs> bring hope. Bring hope. Make America, America hope hopeful again. again. Wait, hopeful again. Yeah, you're right. It's hopeful again. <laughs> uh, obviously, that's not going to work. Um, yeah. <laughs> I recede ever running for president. Should I just say that I'm running for president? This is me. Like, I. This is your announcement. This is my announcement. I am running for president of the United <laughs> yes. States. I am of age. No, I'm not. You have to be 35 to be president. I have, I have three more years. Will you be 35? No, you're 30. Wait. I'm 32. And when is the next election? 2024. 2024, yeah. So, oh, I'll, be so 20, I'll be 34 yeah. at that time. So, okay, I can, so, so then I have to wait for... Another so this years. is okay. me running for president <laughs> for 2028. Yeah. There we go. There we go. We're That's starting the campaign now. Starting the campaign now. I mean, you have to. You have to start at some point. Yeah, we're putting the fillers out there. Yeah, exactly. I got a hangnail. <laughs> Because we were like, I was like oh stressed talking. I just did it. Okay. Okay. Plug yourself. Uh, you Rose Mackley's. You can find me at Rosetta Stone or the new blog on the block.com. And we all love you. Just want to say that all the listeners would vote for you. If I offended anyone, I do. I do. Feel You're definitely going to offend somebody, but that's okay. I know, but I, I will People say. People get offended by the smallest things I say. Like when Brian didn't want to get me tissue paper in that episode because I was like sneezing. Someone was like, are they even together? He didn't even want to get her tissue. And it's like. Why are people? Wow. People, people are, are offended. Sensitive. So they're definitely offended. Is Rachel here? No. That was okay. a girl with pink hair. <laughs> I saw her backpack. Okay. And she had pink hair. Oh, yeah. But like, no, people might be too sensitive. But you know what? Be sensitive. Maybe not on the internet. That's my thing. Yeah. But if I did offend people, I do. Genuinely, I want to be a good person. I do not want to offend everyone. I mean, but fuck Tommy Lasagna. I hate that. But honestly, bitch. the per- people that you're offending are the people who are like pro-lifers. Fuck those hoes. So it's the people don't. The people Stop you're having sex with the pro-lifer. The, the people you're offending are the people you actually want to offend. Yeah, yes, exactly. The people <laughs> so that I'm fine. like, you don't get to be my people. If you're people. offended, maybe you should subscribe. Yeah, there like, you go. If you're offended, bye. It was nice that you stayed Take this long. Take care of your mental health. Unsubscribe if you don't agree with anything we're saying. I don't care. I could. I don't care if you don't like. I only want people of this like-minded individuals. I mean, okay, look, we could educate each other. That's fine. But at, in this particular case, fuck you if you're all, like pro-abortion or pro, no, sorry, anti-abortion. Yeah, we we love keep fucking if you pro-abortion. Yeah, keep fucking if you pro-abortion. Hey. <laughs> But anyways, um, yeah, follow me, Stephanie Finkin, or go to brocotherapy.com. All that shit is there. Woo! Put it back on. Okay. Aw, Rose, I love you. I love you, too. Bye. Good night. Good Loud. Night. Loud. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. 
New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.